0: Since the beginning of the pandemic the kansas department of labor has been overwhelmed by unemployment claims both real and fraudulent the beleaguered unemployment insurance computer system and the record volume created drastic delays and invited criminal actors to submit false claims a recent audit estimated 700 million dollars in fraudulent benefit payments were made about half from federal and half from state funds now legislators and the agency are working to modernize the system and are turning to the federal government for assistance i'm noah taborda on this episode of the kansas reflector podcast we circle back to an early september meeting of the kansas unemployment compensation modernization and improvement council to see where progress is being made and what questions are still being asked in late august The U.S. Department of Labor announced the establishment of a new office offering strategic advice for state agencies as they modernize UI systems. The new branch of the USDOL was also charged with administering $2 billion in American Rescue Plan Act funds. Kansas will be one of the first six states to collaborate with this federal Tiger team.
1: Part of my thinking personally was any help we can get is much more impactful in August, September, October, that would be when we get to November, December, January, just because we'll work through more issues at that time. Uh, So we were fortunate to engage with them. We're about four weeks into this into that engagement at this point in time.
0: That's KDOL Deputy Secretary Peter Brady. Brady said the partnership would help identify existing issues with the state unemployment system, new solutions and possibly provide funding down the line.
1: They have not made grant funds available to states at this time. However, the U.S. Department of Labor has indicated that they will potentially make grant funds available to states to um, address some of the issues that may be identified through the Tiger Team's engagement, uh, which was one of the reasons that we wanted to engage them early is any issues that are identified, we want to be able to fix sooner rather than later.
0: In addition to the Tiger Team's initiative, the USDOL partnership could assist with ID verification.
1: The U.S. Department of Labor is entering into blanket purchase agreements with a few of the major um, ID verification tools. Uh, It's my understanding that basically U.S. Department of Labor is going to be either footing the costs or reimbursing states for the costs associated with putting those in place. Last week, the guidance we got from the Employment and Training Administration was that guidance on those blanket purchasing agreements was still forthcoming. Um, but they did not have anything to provide us, at least as of last week. So we will be keeping a very close eye on that.
0: While progress is being made on the modernization side, others are attempting to identify where mistakes were made in the past. Earlier this year, legislators tasked state auditors with addressing what factors caused KDOL delays amid the pandemic and look into the surge in fraudulent claims. The audit reaffirmed beliefs that many had that the historic volume of unemployment claims and a lacking computer system were largely at fault. The August report also called into question whether additional staff hirings helped process calls made to the claims center. Matt Etzel, a principal auditor at the Kansas Division of Post Audit, oversaw that review of the department. He described how the Federal Pandemic Unemployment Assistance Program attracted fraudsters and led to issues for Kansas.
2: That PUA program was introduced specifically to help people who lost their jobs because of the pandemic. And it extended benefits to new groups of people, like the self employed uh, or gig workers, like Uber drivers. But what happened was that because you could apply as self employed under the PUA program, there was little states could do to really verify those claims with a traditional employer. Uh, all a claimant really had to do was self certify that they met the criteria for PUA. So this created a, a massive incentive for fraudsters to apply for this federal program, knowing there was little states could do to prevent them from getting those benefits. And that's basically what we saw with the Kansas Department of Labor, was that their existing fraud detection processes, they weren't well suited to identify that type of PUA fraud. And that was basically for two reasons. Um, one, you know, as self-employed, Cadol couldn't really verify the accuracy of those claims with an employer. Um, and second... KDOL's other fraud detection processes were mostly manual. And that's coming at a time uh, when KDOL was seeing uh, historically high levels of unemployment claims. And so a manual process just wasn't very effective in reviewing all of those claims for fraud.
0: In February 2021, fraud declined sharply as KDOL implemented a new identity verification system. But this raised questions from some legislators, like Republican Senator Karen Tyson as to why the state agency waited until February to implement this new system.
3: You guys have been through a thunderstorm that is just extremely violent. But we were told earlier was that the federal government warned in March of 2020 of fraudulent claims ramping up. And then the funding was made available for the department in August, and then The department did not implement the the dual identification that helped us stop. Because it is very impressive to stop the $2 billion. This could have been much, much worse. But my question and concern is, why the gap? That's a fairly large gap from your first notice to be in March and then action not to be taken until the next February
0: Deputy Secretary Brady, who took the position in September, said while those discussions over the summer preceded him, he understood that the agency would have liked to work quicker ideally, but had to deal what with- What
1: I do know is that as these solutions were looked at, especially in the August time frame when funding became available, was that finding a way to get a modernize, another modernized system for ID verification to link into the mainframe for core processing and claimant registration was a challenge that the agency did not have a solution to at that time. Um, I think you make fair points, and I think you know all states wish they'd been able to act quicker. From everything I know about Kansas and my experience, uh, the question was how do we find a way to make this work with our current system? Um, that just took more time than any of us would have liked it to, but that was the situation we found ourselves in.
0: System could handle. Representative Sean Tarwater oversees the modernization council. He heard concerns about progress made in addressing the roughly 7,000 people kicked off of benefits due to a new state.
1: Hopefully, we weeded through the 7,000 people that we had to suspend benefits because of the, the fact they couldn't all get the resumes to you on time. So I'm anxious to, to hear that we've got all that figured out.
0: The work search program inserted into House Bill 2196 required individuals to submit resumes and actively seek employment. For many, the resume was where difficulty arose. Some were still adjusting to the new mandates and requirements, while others had built a resume, but simply forgot to submit or publish it. About 1,200 people have worked with the agency.
1: I'll start with the good news. The good news, is it's a beautiful day outside, um, maybe not not until you're out of here, but it it is very to nice to get back in compliance. That's Mike Bean, um, director of
0: workforce development at as the as Kansas as a Department of Commerce. In response to Tarwater, he said the agency was still working to sift through the various reasons someone 000, may have been. And Peter
1: and I have had many conversations about that that group of numbers. Are they a couple things? Are they claimants who have found work and not reported they found work? Are they claimants who have just said, okay, I'm done, um, or they claim it's somewhere still in the the pending process or adjudication process.
0: Due to noncompliance. That's all for this week's Kansas Reflector podcast. I'm your host and producer, Noah Taborda. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, thanks for watching.